Welcome to another episode of Premier League Patter with Thomas Hackett, Tom Ryan, Jake Hutchinson, <laughs> not Brett Maher. Welcome back. Uh, we've got a new studio and we've got rid of the deadweight. That is Brett Maher. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. He's not feeling too well um, and he's took the he's took this time to get got, well. He's got terrible diarrhea and piles, I've heard. Bad piles. He's had bad piles for years. Get well soon, Brett. Yeah, and remember, the little ones, you can just pop back in, so I've heard. But we have got Jake to fill diversity quotas. He's uh, half Asian. Um, Korea? South Korea? Yeah. Yeah. He's Caucasian. He's Caucasian, yeah. He's fully Caucasian. But he's not actually Asian, he just looks it. But we are glad to have him on. Good friend of mine, Sunday League pal, knows his football, knows his NFL, knows his NBA, Knows his baseball, knows his uh, rounders, knows his um, slalom skiing. <laughs> Every sport. He's, uh, he's basically a little bit special in that, yeah, that it's sense. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank, Thank you for having us on. No it's worries, like, like the rain man of sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, and we're going to try to make him yeah. stay on topic about football. Mm-hmm. He may want to talk about the Super Bowl. Nah, I imagine. Nah, Tom nice. Brady. Tom Brady, but uh, are we all okay though, guys? We're, we're good? Yeah, yeah, man, good. A eh? few beers here, so I'll be even better on a yeah. half hour. Yeah. So we've got loads of talking points for this week. Um, we're going to have a caller. You may remember him, Plato. You know him. Yeah, Sunday League. Oh, Plato's back, He's going to call back in um, and speak about Liverpool. Is he? I think the best thing we should do is start with Man City. Um, 15 wins in a row. Uh, what's that down to, Tom? A um, couple of things. I mean, one, I've seen this come the whole while, by the way. I've been saying yeah. it all along that they'd hit that stride. They're winning dirty as well. Um, loads of 1-0 wins. But for me, the main thing, people would argue Gundogan's form. But I think the way Joe Cancelo's, or Joe Cancelo. Yeah. Um, or Joe Cancelo. Whichever one you want. <laughs> the Portuguese fullback slash... Well, what is his position? It seems so unique within the team, and that's it seems to free up Gundogan to push further forward. Um, you see him in centre mid, you see him at right back, he yeah. provides assists. It looks like he's got a goal in him as well. So I think that has helped a lot because they've actually they've done this all without Aguero as well, which is pretty yeah. immense, and De Bruyne for the last few weeks. Yeah, I would say Gundogan's form and Cancelo are the main factors at the minute, but I, actually, sorry... Diaz centre half as well. There's a Foden, few few factors. Edison, yeah, they're, they're, they're on top form. Stones, exactly. Uh, Stones has been great, and I think he's aided. Yeah. We sp- we touched on this the other week. He's been aided massively by uh, Diaz being there and having a good partner with him. I don't want to take that away from Stones, but mm-hmm. um, I mean it bodes well for England at the minute because I'd say it's the best form I've seen him in. Like he's, yeah. I can't remember him being as fit for this long as well. You know that, that, that's a whole Man City team in general. When you mm-hmm. look back at last season, they couldn't keep everyone fit for more than probably yeah. five games. Yeah, they got everyone mm-hmm. now. The key players kept everyone fit. Can't like you touch up on Cancelo. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's had one year now under Guardiola, and he's second year. He's probably understanding how Guardiola wants to play. Yeah, he's, the Premier League as well, probably exactly that. Yeah. He's just adapted to it, and he's probably just came on a lot. Well, he come in and he was a bit part player for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Behind, he's playing second fiddle uh, to Kyle Walker, mm-hmm. um, rightly so, because he sort of established that position over the last seven or eight years. Yeah. But I think he's added a lot more 
and I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say Kyle Walker's on his way out at all, but he seems to be more of a centre half than a fullback these days, a modern fullback. Do you know he, rem- he reminds me of like um, a Philip Lahm. Mm. He sort of eaten Cancelo. Yeah, yeah. In the, uh, he's a good football. He's better going forward. Carl I Walker's think he's a better football. Blister and pace still, but he's not as creative as Gerald Cancelo. No, no, no. And but he, if you watch him, he, his positioning is so sort of fluid. He's he, he can move from he's, he's in that right back spot, and then he's centre mid. He picks up the ball deep in like yeah. uh, uh, in in Rodri and the rest of them even move forward. Yeah. He's a he's a quality player, and actually seen there's something. Probably worth like checking on. Can we name drop Sky Sports? <laughs> well, yeah. there's a, there's a yeah. Guardiola. Guardiola's. Um, I, I haven't watched a video on myself yet, but apparently he's got like a ten minute video explaining where how he utilizes Cancelo. Well, um, I, I haven't seen that, mate. Yeah. But one of the interesting things is usually you look at the Liverpool team of last year, right? Mm-hmm. When they were playing well, they basically had a set eleven. They had some obviously two or three subs, and it may change. Maybe one or two changes max. From game to game, uh, if there wasn't injuries, but Cancelo has been amazing for the last seven or eight weeks. But he drops him. He drops him a game after he was man of the match, mm-hmm. basically. So uh, there's been so many players who've come in and come out like that. It does that just show this is the strength of Man City because if I'm Joe Cancelo and I'm playing nine out of ten, mm-hmm. and then I get dropped and don't kick a ball the following week, I mean, I don't know if I would like that. I think I think that's got to be. Due to the uniqueness of the season that we're in, where you've got these yeah. COVID restrictions, and exactly. then you had to play Champions League six games all in, yeah, in the, the middle of the fixtures and things the fixture like that. Fixture congestion the, as well. Yeah, you look, yeah. they're playing roughly <coughs> Saturdays or Sunday, and then they're playing either Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. And also, you'd saying about Cancelo, where Kyle Walker was playing that similar sort of position when you look under the 17 18 season he yeah. was a lot more inside than he was overlapping compared when he was at Tottenham yeah, yeah. And he was like he was like a third centre half yeah, one in that three pretty yeah. much then you see this the same thing about Lam really and Joshua Kimmich it's a both they're both that's similar sort of player mm. coming from right back yeah play it like as a is Kyle yeah. Walker going to get back in the team then well, he played the other I, night yeah, I mean, look, the, we talked about the fixtures and how many games there is, and Man City are in the final of one cup, they're in the quarter, final of the other, they're in the Champions League, they're, they're running, uh, you know, wild in the league at the minute. Mm-hmm. You'll get games, but I think he's not... Uh, if Guardiola had to put his best 11 down on paper for what it would be, I don't think he'd be in it now. I agree there. You know? uh, I think he, City in general, I think their second, t- like their second string team... The could probably still finish top four. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> how good. Yeah. Are, yeah. How crazy. strong they are with depth and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Just a great team. What's group. kind of scary is we've all we we've been saying it on this show often, and you read it in the press loads about oh the need to sign a striker, which I still think they do mm-hmm. with Aguero. You know they get more and more injuries and whatnot, but they're still sat top of the league, and he hasn't played for a bit of year. It, it's it's madness. Yeah, it's they're getting goals from everywhere now though. Gundogan chipping in. Um, that's the way the game's changing because mm. it's it's unthinkable to think that you would play for months on end without a a, a normal striker like a, mm. a designated striker like Sterling's not a striker Ferran Torres isn't a striker they've played De Bruyne up there I'd say, the I'd say Jesus is Jesus I'll, is but yeah. yeah Jesus is but he still hasn't been playing every week in week out no. if I Foden played as like a 
false nine kind yeah. of on yeah. was Sunday when we played mm-hmm. Liverpool. I think yeah. it's just down to the movement of Man City. You see them in of recent weeks. Just when someone's got the ball, they've got four options. They're, they're so fluid in in the, that mm-hmm. formation where the, these players can just sort of interchange. I mean, they were playing De Bruyne there. Yeah. Um, anything in that you could almost get, you know with, with the way that midfielders push from say Rodri or Fernandinho who might sit with the way the rest of that midfielders push and that, that sort of three in front of them with a the false nine it's almost like they've got f- five interchangeable players it's yeah. it's ridiculous and they all seem comfortable enough switching in yeah. maybe there's De Bruyne would always stay more central rather than gone wide but I mean he's he's that good you can play anywhere the, they're all quite versatile the, players uh, from midfield and up, yeah. I think, and it's you know, scary to think if they do add a striker, which I believe they're going with the will go and do in the summer. I think they'd be the striker to sign. Well, there was talk in January, yeah. and I thought it was a good shout to get him in, it, not even if he'd play often, but to get him in for certain circumstances. Uh, Diego Costa, like that sort of player, would add a different dimension if they needed to go yeah. long. And he's got Premier League experience. Everyone loves a bastard. Good goal scorer, really. <laughs> yeah, he's a bastard. Um, so he was a good shout. I don't know. I don't know who would. Hey, there's only. Yeah. There's not many Agueros. I mean, yeah. you're trying to step up. I wonder if they try the shoes if they go balls out and get a. Well, you know what it is that you Mark know who they're waiting on. Agu- Messi. Maybe Messi. They're waiting on that. that. Ron, Ronald Coleman came <laughs> what out. What did you say? Holland. <laughs> oh, Holland, yeah, yeah. Why the... Maybe he's, he could play... In a, he looks system. like he could play in any team, him. Yeah, he, this is the thing. It's I fantastic. think some people have the perception that Holland's just like a goal scorer, but like you watch him, he's a great footballer all around. Yeah. Yeah, him and Sancho is brilliant. And I imagine him and, him and Sterling will be able to make something similar. To be fair, though, what if... I mean, Aguero's nearly back... Fit supposedly because he, he, he ha- he's hardly kicked the ball in anger in a, in a whole year, but he's just coming over this coronavirus thing. If he comes out and hit the ground running again, mm. you know what I mean? The they've they've the shown they can cope with them being injured, uh, yeah. So they're, they're a brutal team. And uh, whilst I've predicted other people to potentially win the title, it's it's hard to look away from them at the minute. If they win their next two, which are against teams who are supposedly in that running. Yeah, it's it's looking nailed on. I agree. Um, well, obviously that that's them touched on. I, I think we should maybe speak about it quickly. There's one more point that's probably uh, appropriate in terms of Ilkay Gundogan. I know he's the top scorer this calendar year, um, but it's not like he's. I mean, he's he's never had bad games under City. Yeah, he hasn't had much game time. Yeah, and it's p- potentially the sign the them selling David Silva. Yeah, his because because he was basically a mainstay for the for the first for the first eleven basically every game. Mm. His place was pretty one of the most solid positions in the team. So with him going, you've had Foden step up and get more game time. You've had Ilkay Gundogan. Bernardo Silva was brilliant last season, but maybe he's just sort of went into that light of of what David Silva and and sort of plugged yeah, that gap. Stepped up, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Definitely. Like he's been brilliant. I feel that again. I'm going back to Cancelo. I mean, it's it's Gundogan who's doing it, but I think it's he allows him to sit further up the field. Yeah, getting more goal scoring positions, um, and Foden as well is starting. The last few weeks is really starting to step into that yeah. gap because yeah. they're the one that we're sort of looking at as 
the long-term replacement They didn't too. really know where they were going to play him, if it was mm-hmm. going to be in the midfield three, or yeah. wide, or... He's done well to get as much game time already as he has, Definitely. considering how packed that Man City team was with that experience. It's one of the yeah. toughest positions and toughest teams to break through as a, as a young youth player. So yeah. he's done well already, but we'll come on to him because we have got a question about um, certain players, certain young English midfielders yeah. in, okay. in their pecking order. Um, but Man City, 15 games uh, winning in a row in all competitions, an English record, which is frightening. And, you know, Pep's, he's got a lot of records under his belt with City already, like the, the quadruple they've done and everything. Didn't they win 18 games in a row for the first, the, the 100 point season? Or was it always it? Is that on English record? It, it must. Well, apparently this is the English record for wins in a row. So I'm, I'm assuming the I'm, mustn't I'm have just remembered that was unbeaten because they unbeaten. drew at Everton. Didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just straight wins. Straight wins. It's all competitions, but for an English oh, yeah. team. And, you know, I I say it's set to continue. Against and the way they dismantled Liverpool was, was we'll come on to that as well, yeah. probably. Um, so that's Man City dealt with. Top of the league. Uh, I wouldn't say cruising, but they've, they've got, it's all in their hands now. And, you, you can well see them going on to win the league. There's to lose, as they say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we should probably touch on West Ham quickly, not as much time as we have spent on Man City, but David Moyes, uh, f- from being a Sunderland fan, he's not he's not my favourite person. Yeah, I put, that's easy. That's, that's the nicest a, way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> but with West Ham, he's done a great job. Um, he's got rid of... Some players as well, like Haller, who just wasn't, you know, fitting in Did for whatever reason. Uh, Chicharito as well. Obviously, he gone before Moyes. I think he was just gone, maybe. But you know, he, in terms of they haven't had the thickest uh, squad in terms of depth. Um, they've kept the same eleven quite regularly. But he's done a great job, and they're right up there, the sixth at the minute. And they don't show any signs of slowing down, really. What is there? I mean, at the start of the season, I think they'd be happy to finish where they are now, f- for sure. And if oh, they yeah. finish sixth. I'm sure they'll still be happy with that. But what's the, a realistic expectation? Are they should be should they be trying to qualify for Europe, Champions League? Even can they push that far? Yeah. I don't know if they can. I you, believe they can. You got yeah. to you got to know if you're there. Yeah, you know what I mean. You've got to be. <laughs> this was, I think a lot of teams who aren't considered in that big four, big six. That's the that problem half the time is when they get there, then they don't try and be more ambitious. So they've got to go for it. Personally, I think they will. Just drop off because I think there's other teams who will sneak ahead of them. Mm. But I could be wrong, and the, the form dictates they won't. It's a worry if Antonio gets a big knock or something like that. Yeah. Um, mind you, Thomas Suchek is... He's like the new Marwan Fellaini, isn't he? He's quality. <laughs> well, if we're going to pause quality. and have a little time out on the West Ham thing at the minute, I would like to touch on this subject. Obviously, this is your first show, Jake. You won't have seen, unless you've actually watched, my rants about VAR. Oh. <laughs> and I, I don't say I'm a, I like VAR and I think it should be introduced in the game. Yeah, but I think it's not being used what correctly. You like you like VAR. I, you <laughs> know, I like, like the fact that you know the game is moving towards that, and I felt in just against our teams when results, uh, sorry, decisions have been actually just genuinely wrong. Yeah, um, and VAR sort of should be able to eradicate that, but we're not using it right. This sending off with Thomas Suchek. Like, I'm a pure neutral, definitely not a West Ham fan. I was with Ellis' dad, who is a West Ham fan. But it was a boring game. We watched them against Fulham. I did call it correctly, by the way, nil-nil. But that sending off sort of typifies the whole situation with VAR at the minute. I think the best way to describe is just being completely misused. Yeah. 
some of the laws are just ridiculous. Well, having the video evidence, uh, the video sort of assistance there, it should make it a lot easier to make the correct call. For one, this does this come down to referees not actually playing the game? You can clearly see he's trying to reveal his marker. I think Mitro, he came out on social media, Suchek, and sort of said Mitro was, you know, he came up and tried to speak to the referee and said it was an accident. Mm -hmm. But he was also on the floor for 10 minutes. Yeah, But, like, that's just someone trying to get away from a marker. And, obviously, Mike Dean, I know he's had death threats, which is totally out of order, but he is a shit ref. Let's just say it how it is. He's a shit ref. He makes everything about him... He loves being the headlines, in the headlines and sending people off. And I've always thought that about Mike Dean. I think he's a poor, poor ref. But it shouldn't even go to the point where it's his, where he needs to go over and look at the monitor. VAR should surely look at that and say, accidental collision. Exactly. Yeah. There's they no malice there. They could have took that out of his hands and took him out of the spotlight for yeah. making that decision. Because he's been rescinded as well, by the way. Yeah. And, and look, um, I'm not going to get too much into to Mike Dean himself, but the so-called rules and whatever, you know, these sh hits in the face, it's it's like referees are prompted to make these decisions as fouls, even when they're almost accidental. It's like you, you can't so, go and ask somebody. Rescinded and it's a contact yeah. sport. So why, and exactly, it has. So why, as you said, why wasn't that decision made initially anyway? I think it's poor use of VAR. It is. If definitely. I'm sat there looking at that, I'm looking at the game, I'm not an official. I've got no referee training. Nice. Your dentist definitely told you off while doing that. Yeah, no, I'm going to be at the dentist so yesterday. Sorry. <laughs> but um, if I'm sat there watching that, I'll say, look, Mike Dean, crack on <clears> with your shit referee, and there's a minute left. He's been poor this game as well. He was poor that game. But crack on with your referee, and there's nothing there at all. So why on earth they even call him over for an opinion? And they say that the reasoning for it is that he had a clenched fist. It's, like, it's <laughs> so ridiculous. bullshit. I think we're look. This is a um, he's made a mistake there because he's went over and looked at the monitor. He's got it wrong. We know that. What's going to happen now though is we've got to start pushing the blame back on the people who are controlling VAR. He's made a wrong decision there. Yes, fair enough. But as he said, why wasn't it dealt with beforehand? And what? And how many times are the are the people supposedly doing VAR the the fourth official or fifth official, whoever it is? Mm -hmm. Why are they just yeah, passing the in both back? instances, mate? I'm not a trained referee, and look, Mike Dean's very, very trained, very, very experienced, and no doubt they're both wrong. The people behind VAR who are controlling that are of the same ilk. But if I'm sat there, it's just some random northern bloke, I'll say, if I'm at working with VAR, that's not a red card. Yeah. Save your time. But also, if I'm Mike Dean, I'll go over and say, accidental, not a red card, and I'll overturn my own decision. That's, like that's the VAR, worry. There's not been common sense used no. in the sense, like, like the, some of the laws, like the handballs, for example, mm. it, they've tried to, try to improve it this season. I mean... What is a handball now? It's a difficult one to you get right, I mean? really, because... The, the, the worry is, is we all know, everybody knows that that wasn't a red card. And this oh, is the thing that continually gets brought up. Well, that decision was wrong, that decision was wrong. And, and we all know it, and this is people who, you know, we're just fans watching the game. But everyone knows it. It's continuing every week. And you just wonder what these officials are being taught or what they're doing, that they've got a different frame yeah. of mind to the fucking rest of the whole world watching football yeah. to me it's I bizarre. mean it may be a very basic statement but that to me looks like Mike Dean I mean Christ I can't imagine his first touch and I can't imagine him playing the game but if he has played the game he would know it's just someone trying to get rid of their marker it's as simple as that that can't happen you, you bump into people it's a contact sport as soon as you hit him he, he was like oh are you okay sorry 
and you can tell it's just not a natural movement. So it's really poor, and it's been a common theme this whole season. But VAR really needs a full look at in terms of the processes and the people behind making and all the uh, laws making this in the laws as well. Alongside it, it's only as good as the way it's being told to use. In a exactly, sense. the the technology is there, and it's fantastic it's that we've got that. Things. It just needs to be used better. I totally agree. Um, but West Ham, okay. If I'm to ask you as a position, you think they're going to think in, uh, they're going to finish in currently. Uh, I think they'll be top seven, but mm. I, I wouldn't have them. I wouldn't have them up as far as fourth because I think the other teams have got more strength and depth to be honest um, but I'll have them between fifth and seventh uh, currently but you're right if they lose a key player they, they may yeah that's exactly the, the Antonio has been a b- based this season he scored yeah. goals he's, he's dictated how well he plays is almost how well they play yeah. as a team and Thomas Suchek as well he's and the dangerous from set pieces so they can have a poor game and still be very dangerous because they've got a lot of big lads. They've signed in January Jesse Lingard. He's had a bad run of form yeah. over the past however long. Ever since, like, he's been frozen out the picture at Man United. He's get, he, first game back, he scores two goals. Yeah, you could see it's goals, the goalkeeper's fault, mm. whatever you want to say, but he still put himself in them positions to yeah. score. He was good in that could, game as well, regardless Je- of the goals. You know, despite what's said about Jesse Lingard, he has got a sense of quality that he can't bring yeah. to a team and he is he's quick he is energetic he brings a different di- dimension to a team like West Ham who didn't have that before January yeah he does get goals well that's he, the, that's the other thing as well so if he's in that team I mean I fancied them before they signed him mm-hmm. um, we'll not touch on what Tom said about him yeah uh, <laughs> I still stand by <laughs> well, he's had a good start he's hit the ground running if that can continue they've got a good chance I'm going to say they'll finish 7th don't know what you guys think I'm going to say ninth. Ninth. what about you I'm I'm gonna go. I'm th- where they are now. I'm just going to stay sixth. sixth. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Chelsea started playing well. Everton's starting to pick up form, so I think it's gonna be tight between them three. I mean, they're four points off third at the minute, but yeah, I, yeah. I reckon uh, I reckon the chasing pack will catch them up. Fair enough. Uh, moving on, we've got um, which we which we get on now. Um, I think the best thing to speak about because we didn't give it much coverage when he first took over. We spoke more about Lampard, but Thomas Tuchel, Tuchel at. Chelsea's had a good start unbeaten, uh, played some pretty good stuff as well, um, and looked pretty solid. I mean, that sometimes happens with a new manager, gives everyone a lease of life, a bit of a kick up the arse. But Chelsea are fifth, and, you know, they are the six points off second place. I think Roman, anything other than the top four finish to qualify for Champions League is, is a complete disaster. So I fully anticipate they will do that. He, he make, I mean, he's pretty cutthroat, Roman Abramovich, but I mean, spending two hundred million in the summer. Yeah, then. but you could also. Like, why did they have Lampard in the first place? He's the wrong man for the job. Yeah, and, potentially. And Thomas Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, he's a good coach, but you, can you really judge someone off a, a few couple of seasons games. with PSG? As yeah, well? yeah, and yeah, like yeah. PSG, it's not the most competitive league. I mean, you, you've still got to win the league and win all the games mm-hmm. you do. It's poor league, like, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, it is, it, it yeah, is but you've still got to win those games. You can only beat what's in front of you, in yeah. a sense. Yeah, true. But I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll make the top four. You don't. No, I think they'll just miss out. I reckon that current top four is, is what it'll be. I think they'll chop and change in the meantime, obviously, because the points are so close. But mm. they're the teams I see sticking there by or being there at the end. Fair enough. Um, um, even I said Tottenham would win the league at the start of the season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's not looking like it's going to happen now. At but the uh, hopefully Chelsea fuck up the next game. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think we should speak briefly about um, Newcastle. 
And Callum Wilson okay. is reportedly going to be out until April. Um, yeah, how do you see you guys faring without him? Because I've got to be honest. Mm-hmm. I know that obviously the last game you've 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 got the win, um, and you were down nine men at the end, mm-hmm. and obviously he didn't actually score. Mm-hmm. Um, it was new signing Willock and two for Almiron. But Callum Wilson's movement just occupies everyone. Yeah, um, So and when he went off injured, he's looked a bit toothless. So. Yeah. It's a massive blow for yeah, us. Yeah, it is. Massive, massive blow. You've got a tough game against Chelsea coming up. We're yeah. in a dogfight. We're in a relegation dogfight. You know, just because we've played a little bit better football over the last few games doesn't hide from that fact. We're in a dogfight with it. Do you think you'll survive? I, I think we might survive just by Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield United not being able to pick up enough points. What about you? I'm, I'm hoping that's what the case is. We're going to survive. I can't. I don't know how Fulham are going to pick up 10 points in Newcastle not get a point yeah. before the end of the season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, mm. it's a bit of a gap there, isn't it, between the bottom three and that's, everyone else? That's yeah. what may be we're saving grace, but yeah. it's, it's tough. Close we're definitely to playing... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely playing slightly more... We're actually getting in people's faces, which is good. We're actually, uh, but it is a big worry because we need we need maximum to step up with goals. Yeah, uh, he's what he was one of the natural goal scorer, and he's out, sure. and it's uh, it's a major blow because he's he's quality. But um, hopefully, he gets in. Hopefully, he gets back in the team sooner than. Sooner yeah, they said up to eight weeks. So hopefully, it's less than that. But um, you don't. Wanna, the thing is, you don't want to rush him and exactly. he's ping it even more. But uh, no, it's gonna be tough, mate. Yeah, I wouldn't like to say either way just yet. Fair enough. That was it. Okay. Plato, oh, we've got, got a caller. Plato, sir. Hello, Plato, lad. It's good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, too. I've How got, are you guys all doing? You're doing well. We've got young right, uh, Jake Hutchinson uh, from, from Herton uh, on as a guest today, mate. So sad that you can't be Hello, here. But I, I know you're down West Mids, aren't you? I am. I am indeed. Yeah. Well, we've spoke yeah. about a few things regarding the Premier League and we're just coming on to Liverpool um, obviously a couple of questions I know that obviously you're a Liverpool fan so I'm sorry that for everything <laughs> <laughs> I mean in terms of where they go from now mate I just want to get your take on what Klopp has to do to get these, these turnaround because there's got to be a hammer blow losing against your sort of rivals for the title what do they do now I mean they've not got an easy game coming up really either um, we've got Leicester no. away, so and it's the early kickoff on Saturday. But what does Klopp have to do now, and and where do you think, where do you see them finishing this season, mate? I think it's one of those where, in a lot of scenarios like this, so you look at the immediate reactions, and people might might go on Twitter after after the game and sort of get get the sense that sort of some of the loudest opinions are the right ones, or what what everyone's everyone's thinking, and obviously a nice down by just one thing sort of saying it another, another thing doing it but yeah um, well having watched just the last couple of weeks as well I think where you were a lot more ruthless and actually just created more chances last season you seemed to, to I don't know if you lacked the cutting edge but you seemed to not have the impetus to even attempt the passes like they didn't seem like the midfielders <laughs> and you should think that bringing Thiago and players in like that you should have more than enough quality from midfield to thread those passes through like Man City have been doing for the last couple of uh, couple of months. But you've looked a little bit toothless up front and everyone's been seeing Firmino, Salah and Marnie out of form. But I don't think they've been getting... I mean, they could have been... Yeah, they haven't been getting the supply that they did last season. They haven't been anywhere near as direct, I think, 
Whereas sometimes they've had like a counter-attacking opportunity. They've just slowed the player down and not went for the, the juggler type of thing. So, I mean, what's happened there, mate? I mean, you've watched them as much as me, yeah, if not more. I, so. I, I think that that might be something that, that links back sort of to, to how um, elements of the team have changed by the team missing certain players and therefore certain components that make the system work, um, so to speak, which not having someone like Van Dijk because he, yeah. he he was a big part of how we tended to play in, in build up in terms of um, sort of vertical passes, long vertical passes. He he, he was fantastic at them, whether it be diagonal balls or some of those sort of yeah. floated sporting the likes of Fabinho and Henderson to, yeah. to drop back into the into the back four. That's, um, that's someone I was gonna say they're played or I mean them two playing there against City the other night. Um Although they're sort of fairly adequate at filling in in those positions, just by missing them in centre midfield, one of those two holding to free up Wijnaldum and to give more impetus to the your full-backs to bomb on, I think that's yeah. been a massive effect for you. Uh, yeah. Henderson's been a massive miss in the yeah. midfield, I yeah. feel personally. Yeah. His energy and his ball winning uh, as well. I, I, I look, at, look at Liverpool over the years when they've had the front three and the Van Dijk. They've, I, I can't remember exactly which game it was last season. I think it was, they got beaten in the Champions League. Might have been the, end of the last group game, maybe. Mm-hmm. They, they had everyone playing besides, I think it was Henderson and Robertson. Yeah. And they just didn't look the exact... Yeah. They, they miss Henderson. Henderson and Van Dijk, actually. And Van Dijk. And they just don't look the same team without them two playing. Van Dijk's brilliant at the back. Well, what you're both saying, you and Plato, about Van Dijk, I think rings true. But I think it maybe it can be even a bit similar. I know Van Dijk, look, in my opinion... Tom Ryan, you always say how much I fancy Van Dyke, which is part, <laughs> partly true. I do admire him. He's got beautiful hair. I imagine it smells lovely. Don't but, hurt my little And virgin. he's also, he is the best centre-half in Europe, and, and by a considerable margin, I would say. But I think it's also as simple as just losing his leadership. I think when, when Henderson's not in the team... He's got ability, obviously. He keeps the ball well. He wins it back. But he also he, he th- demands think, so much more of the players around him. I think Van Dijk does as and well. And I think it's Henderson not being a midfield as well. Though. Yeah. Exactly. Like, he's in the team, but he's centre-half and he's just not as effective. Everyone else around him plays a different game when you've got him sat centre-midfield. Centre yeah. um, I think Thiago is a quality player, and there's no denying that. But he's yeah. not what Liverpool... Him, him and Henderson would complement each other well because they're that different... Yeah, they're similar because they've got. Uh, I don't. I don't know what I was going with Tio- that. But <laughs> I know what you're saying with Thiago. You know he, does, I mean? he doesn't. Dr- he doesn't drive with yeah. the ball. He, um, but if played off, I can put you on the spot and just ask you where, if you had to predict right now, where do you think you would finish this season? I'd like to think. If I could just go first. Third. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go third. But I think we you've just got to aim as high as possible. It's cliche, but just take. Well, it's a, it's a li- yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of a six-pointer against Leicester because if you win, not only do you leapfrog them on goal difference, you've put a lot of pressure on Man United. And although Man United have been very good this season, and I think especially recently they've looked like they've had a good set four up front, they've looked like they've had mm. a proper solid shape. And I think Oli's finally getting the sort of system in place that he wants for the United team. But they're still susceptible to, to having very bad off days. If Pogba and Bruno Fernandes are not firing, uh, they look a bit lost. So there's a there's a lot there to even finish second and, and put some more pressure on Man City because the season we've had, you wouldn't predict anything at this point even. It, it, I mean, we've just passed halfway, but it's thrown up so many random results. 
But I do think, I don't know, I'm not sure if Liverpool are the team they were last season. And if they win against Leicester, they sort of, they'll bounce back and hopefully they should definitely finish top four. But it's going to be an interesting one. I'm sure you're gutted, mate, for considering how high you were last season uh, to, to what happened and unravelled in the last sort of month. Yeah, to to some extent. I, I mean, we've been we've been sort of sports that absolutely spoiled over the last sort of two two three years, and, and yeah. of course you you always hope that it's gonna gonna be maintained. But yeah. but sometimes you do need a, a spell like this as much as you never want to have one like yeah like this to sort of contextualise just how how good it was. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, and hopefully yeah. we'll be able to get back to it. Sometimes it just takes the odd the odd tweak. Everton have got uh, two games at hand on yours, by the way. True. One of them is Man City, so they could do you as a favour. No, I think the Merseyside derby's coming up in three weeks, two yeah. weeks. So, um, City, Everton, uh, he, he has another one for you. So there's a, a one of Everton's game in hand is next Wednesday against Man City. Who do you want to win that one? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'll say draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, okay fair season. enough. I've got one for you, Blue, yeah. Um, with obviously the recent run of results for Liverpool, do you believe that Klopp's sort of now feeling some sort of pressure? The way you see how he's answering some sort of questions in the media and how he's responding to reporters after the game. What do you think of all that? He's having a mini flap in. Yeah, he's throwing his foot. He's lost his head. Yeah, to 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 some extent, I I'm, I must admit so. I think he probably could respond better in in certain scenarios, and I I mean to to an extent. Um, and obviously, you, you can't sort of condone certain responses. Um, but it's almost it, it's part of who he is. He doesn't tend to um, he doesn't tend to dress things up or yeah, wear yeah. a mask. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And and he, he regularly says himself he's he's a he's a he's a bad loser. Which yeah. um, he should be of, wearing a mask though, Plato. What with COVID kicking around. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right though Plato. I, 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 like, I mean that's one of the things that I like most about Jurgen Klopp um, obviously I'm a Sunderland fan so I've had to support some shag him then some, re- <laughs> some relatively decent team and I've loved watching Liverpool for the last few years but yeah. I love how honest Jurgen Klopp is and yeah. I think I'd be the same I'm a terrible loser I think all good managers are Fergie used to be exactly yeah. the same He's, he was always in the media and you know all antics when he, when things were going against him. Mourinho's the same. I must so. I must admit a lot of people saying like biting and all that, in which he's a little bit. Yeah. I, I quite like to see it as well because yeah. it's like no nah, fuck you. The way he wants to win every game, and for what it's worth, my opinion, which nobody really gives a fuck about, I actually think he <laughs> will finish within that top four. I wouldn't be surprised if he was other team to maybe apply some pressure to City again yeah. if they slip up. That's the that's the thing. Somebody needs to slow City down. Agree. Well, look, Plato, it's been nice speaking to you again, matey. I'm sure we'll catch up soon. And as soon as you're back up in the north, uh, we'd love to have you back on again. But um, uh, thank Thanks you for, for telling us stuff about Liverpool, mate. And uh, hopefully he's, he's picking up this Saturday. Uh, I'll let you go yeah. now, matey. Thank you for calling. Thank you very much. No worries. Great to speak to you, lad. Thanks for having me. See you later, James. Take Ta-da, buddy. All right. Bye, bye. Uh, Plato there. So, yeah, I think he's basically hit everything on the head. Yeah, he's... Um, I think we've covered that part, uh, that topic comprehensively. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, the agenda? who are the three that's going to go down? We've said this a couple of times, but we, we did speak last week about if Sheffield United could turn it around, but what Jake and yourself have already touched on, it, there is a considerable gap between 17th, sorry, 18th and 17th. Um, 
So who who do we is it the current bottom three who are going down in that order or I believe so. Obviously, I sort of hope so in terms of just me to for my own yeah. team yeah. to avoid that. But I do believe so because I, I would say the the team most in trouble above them is me on team Newcastle. I think Brighton actually. If you look at their recent run of form, they haven't been beaten five. Drew, yeah. Drew two, one, five, uh, three. And they actually play some good stuff. <laughs> you know what it is? Wolves need to pick it back up because they could sort of get sucked down there. I believe Burnley have seemed to have that grit back again. Yeah. Um, But I do, th- I just hope, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say hope. I do believe those three might just struggle to to claw back the points they need. And I would, I would, if I had to put a bet on now, I would put it on those three. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, look at Fulham. They play some good stuff, like where, like Brighton. Mm-hmm. But Fulham just struggle to say, score, seem, seem to score the goals that they need. Yeah, yeah. it's they like, don't pick up the wins, do they? They get like, too many draws. I, think I've, yeah. I've, I like see some kind of links between them. Them and Brighton to watch Sunderland were under Poye used to mm-hmm. play some decent stuff would struggle to get the ball at the striker score yeah. the goals and win the games. Yeah, it's all all fun and games playing playing a nice game, but yeah. if you cannot win, I think the importance think of three points to Fulham probably nerves them a little bit. If you're one up and you got thirty mm-hmm. minutes left, and it's like it's like every single game is a cup final at the yeah. minute. Mm-hmm. And Scott Park has done a good job, and I, I like the Fulham team. They play some good stuff. They've got a lot of good. And they've got some good signings in. But it is like Jake stop says, that last, yeah, just that final third. Well, they contested really well against West Ham, a West Ham <coughs> team who have yep. been, you know, putting a lot and of teams to the sword and, and could have got a win. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely had the better of the game. I mean, the second half was dominated by Fulham, but there's a difference in dominating games and getting nothing from it to actually winning the game. So I, I hope they turn it around. But Burnley, they can pick up results. They've got the experience. Yeah. Sean Dyche will, you know, he'll frustrate teams. I'm not his biggest. I like Sean Dice because you know well, but Burnley, I don't like the team and I don't like the way they play. If Burnley win so their next watch. game, we we start in Newcastle. I should say sorry again. Yeah. Would be seventeenth. Yeah, the closest to them because Burnley will leapfrog us and Brighton. Well, the Burnley are playing Fulham this weekend as well, which we'll come on to. But mm, okay, um, I, I honestly think Fulham have got the best chance of getting out of it. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. At, at whose expense it'll be of. S- Sheffield, if you start the season over again now. I don't think they'll be where they are. They've had a be- very, very bad run of form, but they've been they've shown how capable they are of picking up results. But I think it's a little bit too well, li- little, little too I late. think it is as well. I th- actually think they're a better team than Fulham and West Brom. I personally, I, I agree. Uh, West Brom, I, I don't agree on the Fulham part, but I see where you're coming from, though. Yeah, certainly West Brom. Um, well, Sam Allardyce and maybe then followed his closely, first team relegated. followed closely by us. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, how how much, by the way, on Allardyce to quit like two weeks prior to the season ends to keep his hundred yeah. percent record? Maybe he'll, maybe he'll uh, he'll speak like off cuff about some illegal transfers yeah. and get sacked. <laughs> Let's yeah. not even get into that because he was still the manager Put before he went to England. Bitcoin yeah, Bitcoin. He was still the manager before he went to England, Sam Allardyce, and he honestly. I know I would say this, but he he was turning the tide. It felt like at the end of that 15-16 uh, season, it felt like there was something to look forward to for the following yeah. season because he had the team that he wanted. And you felt he had a good core, didn't he? I remember yeah, he managed us as well, and I wanted to blow my brains out every time. We played after, good under him, though. There was a yeah. game at Everton, I think it was the season we relegated Juice. Uh, the, the game we relegated Juice. <laughs> we won a 3-0, and you just felt like... The, that was it. Yeah, okay. and then it will finally turn later, around. Yeah. But um, it's got a big fat head. <laughs> yeah, yes, and a big um, fat pocket of money and all. <laughs> yeah. And a big fat golden handshake everywhere he goes. Oh, we should ask Jake this as well. Mm-hmm. Who's the hardest 
man- manager in the league because he thinks Sean Dyche. I think Sam's up there, but he's getting on a bit now. Aye. Sam and his hair day, maybe. Sam and his hair day is a handful. Yeah, and his hair day, but right Sam now he's for that a big jowly belly and jab of the hood. That EAP centre Bolton, he was doing some damage. <laughs> yeah, he was. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. in terms, in, in terms of just being hardest manager in the league, who would you say? Apparently, Pep knows uh, Brazil, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. <laughs> it's all funny. Give some Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. <laughs> jab at the face. What about Roy Hodgson? I'm going Chris Wilder. Roy Hodgson, get a shout. Chris Wilder. Is Roy Hodgson <laughs> OAP? He's not being. Deontay Wilder. Who's he manager? Chris Wilder. All right, Chris Wilder. <laughs> Chris Wilder, okay. yeah, Sean Dyche, uh, yeah, you know, Klopp 6'5". I said Klopp, Klopp's a, a big boy. Yeah, he's got, he's got that, he's got, uh, he's yeah, got reach. Like, Chris Wilder just reminds me of Ricky Hatton. Just looks like him a bit. <laughs> smash him about. Yeah, yeah, maybe. He's, uh, well, I think we've, on that note, dealt with all the current talking points. We've got Player of the Week and Goal of the Week in our predictions to get through, as well as a quiz to test young Jakey's knowledge. Um, we should come on to uh, the Player of the Week now. Um, What's up? Like that. <laughs> That's something out of suit about uh, that. <laughs> yeah. um, player of the week, I think we all voted, um, and I think we went with... Did he get a double? Who? Phil Foden. Did we go with Phil Foden as the player of the week? I'm happy enough with it. I I'll mean, I went for Miguel Almiron, but I'm game. happy with uh, Foden. Yeah, Almiron. Miguel Almiron should get an honourable mention because he was fantastic yeah. as always. He's the best twelve-year-old ever playing <laughs> yeah. the league. Yeah, it's, like, it's just like an exotic dunk and what more. <laughs> yeah, should we say Phil Foden was? Yeah, the it's got to be Phil Foden. Yeah, I, I agree. Scored a great goal as well. He did, which we'll come on to because that wins our goal of the week for this season. For this season, this for season. this week. <laughs> Fucking hell, what's in these? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that wins our goal of the week. Uh, the fourth, I I think, against Liverpool. Um, was the top yeah, 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 top corner, bangs it. <laughs> yeah, 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 you think. Uh, fantastic goal. Was there any other goals to mention? Rudiger's. There was also Bruno Fernandes. Rudiger's. Oh, Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes' goal against Everton t- to put them 2-1 yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a point on Twitter. It's like, if uh, Pickford does, if, if Pickford makes the same mistake as Olsen by standing yeah. half off his line, he's getting absolutely Yeah, home. yeah. It's a fair point, but Pickford's been pretty poor this season, I must say. Yeah, well, when it went in, I thought Pickford was in goal with the little arms. He should have got to it, like, yeah. but... Um, he should have. The, the shot was five foot high, though. No one day missed it. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, well, that's player of the week and goal of the week dealt with. Um, coming on to our predictions... Um, should we leave them to laugh the quiz? I want to get this quiz done. I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll leave it after the quiz. Yeah. Why not? Game. Quiz music. I'm worried about this because... No, that's not it. Young lads. <laughs> young lads, not every player, you know, when you're growing up and yeah. you're not players in, like, any sort of league. I've got no idea. These well, days. Jake knows. I mean, yeah, yeah Jake Top knows brain. a lot about a lot. Okay. He's like, a, he's, like a, he's like, oh, Brett, he's like a human database. Oh, then, let's so see. So apparently this is quiz music. It sounds like uh, Tory Lane's <laughs> instrumental. We've got 10 questions. Um... We're going to tally the points up and see what he's got at the end because some of them are, right, some of them got more than one answer. Uh, I want a fair game. No oh, rabbit punches. Right, okay. It's uh, youth against. What did you say? OAP. OAP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> youth against OAP. So youth versus. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. OAP. Question one. It's mainly Premier yeah, League. Yeah. Are we based. doing this as in we're both getting answers at the first answer? Just quick. Just quick. Right, just quick right. fire. Just you don't, shout you, it out. Just shout it out. Um, there's four possible answers to the first question. Question one, which four players called Paul have won Premier League Player of the Month award? That's four potential answers. 
Just shout them out. Paul Pogba. Paul Scholes. Paul Scholes won. Paul Pogba no. Um, Paul Cunt no. Paul Odecanio. <laughs> no. Paul uh, Odecanio. Paul Kanchesky. Paul no. Paul Kanchesky. Just three more. <laughs> Fucking hell! How many Pauls is that? Fuck. Paul Bracewell. No. Paul. There's two obvious ones, I think. Is that Paul? Paul, Paul, Paul. Paul. You mentioned him earlier. Fuck. I don't know. Corkhead. I've forgotten everything I've ever known. <laughs> Corkhead. That doesn't whittle it down. I mean, for legal reasons, Paul I've got Mason. to say. Yeah, yeah. Bing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> one, one. We've got two answers left. I'm going to say next one who gets the correct Come answer on, wins. This, give, give her a clue. This point. Uh, Paul McCartney. <laughs> no. Give her a clue. No. Uh, give her a team. That's what I was thinking. English winger. Quickly. Paul Ince. Paul Ince, he gets it. Sorry. Winger? I said winger. He's a Paul, winger. Paul Lynch. as well. Yeah, he's a winger. Paul Lynch for Manu. Yeah, he's a he's winger. He's a centre mid. Yeah, but he was mainly a winger to start with. Was he shade? Yes, he's he hard was. as nails. Nah. Yeah. It, I'm not having that. Fucking, no, I'm well, not having that. <laughs> we'll see. Paul Lynch. <laughs> he was a winger. He wasn't. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Ella, can you, can you pull that up and Alex see, Ferguson, see can what you position he's registered as? Midfielder. Does it just say mid? No, but go on Wikipedia, babe. Yeah, not a winger. Because that's a different position. Winger's midfield. Does it? Did you say centre midfield, winger, just midfielder? Centre mid. Oh, that's quite vague. He did play wing for a little bit. Okay, look, we'll, we'll say that's a draw. Sorry, Jake. But oh. No, no, you got the answer, answer right? Because the player was still right. Okay, well... It, it wasn't whether know. he was a okay. winger. So what we're going to... It was a fourth one? Yeah? It was a fourth Paul? one. Paul Robinson. Oh. oh. Okay. Is that the West Brom yeah. fullback? Paul Lins. Centre mid, Paul Lins. Okay. Paul well done, Jake. Yeah. I thought the goalkeeper. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, he is a keeper. Blackburn. I'm Tottenham. What Robinson? I think no. The, the winger. Callum. <laughs> <laughs> the winger slash goalkeeper. All right, whatever. Look, it's, oh, uh, it's two one to two. Terrible TV. Come on. Uh, second question. <laughs> yes. Who is the first Englishman to score twenty or more goals in a Premier League season? Alan Shearer. Oh no. Nah. Um, oh Teddy Sheringham. Boom. Oh you bastard. Three one. Nice one, mate. You seen that? Nah, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Not with those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't remember Teddy Sheringham. Yeah. I know. Had a hip replacement the day I was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. He was born in 2002, weren't you? Yeah. He's honestly close to retiring, and that's yeah. good for you to get that. Yeah, well played. 3-1. Question three. <laughs> uh, three English-based players at the time were part of the Ivory Coast 2006 World Cup squad. Who were they? Three English-based. Drogba. One. Uh, Yaya Toulouse. Nope. Are you yeah. Toure? No. Colo um, Toure. Two. Bastard. One, one. Um, one more. Shit. I know it. Do you want a clue? I can't think of it. Yes. I think he got AIDS. <laughs> Emmanuel Abouye? <laughs> yeah, that's what he did. Yeah. AIDS for Sunderland as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, he did get AIDS, bless him. Uh, two, yes. one. Uh, that on. makes it five, two. Yeah. Okay, question four. First player from East Germany to win the World Cup. This is a good question. It's a tough question, though. First player East from Germany. East Germany to win the yeah. World Cup. Yeah. Still oh, plays. Were the Still plays. It's just from the east part of Germany, yeah. Thomas Muller? No. Mario Goethe? No. Michael Ballack? One of the best passers in the game, arguably. I'm trying to... Oh, Tony Cruz? Yes. 5-3. He's what, born 88, him, though. Oh, but he's on the no, east side of Germany. 90. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't fucking know. But That's a good, that was a good question. He's from the, yeah, it is, it is. A good or a bad question. Okay, this one is good. It's got four potential answers, so you can call yourself back in it. Okay. It's 5-3 as we stand. Question five. Between 1990 and 2009, 
four non-English captains captained a winning FA Cup final team. Name them. Didier Drogba. Nope. What? No. It wasn't Patrick Fiera. Vieira. Yes, one. It's five four. Roy Keane. Six oh, four. Oh man. Two more. Oh, With some clues? Yeah, go on. Then. Uh, have got the Scandinavian. Stefan Schwartz. No. Well, we're Sunderland. <laughs> Scandinavian <laughs> captain. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think he is, yeah. Oh, no, he is. That's, a, that's a country. Nah, he is Scandinavian. Sigurdsson. Oh. He hasn't won it. No. Uh, I don't know. Do you want another clue? two yes, more. Yes, go on. Big collar. Harry Hill. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Big Do collar. First player to really wear a Cardinal. collar. Cardinal. Oh, yeah. bastard, man. <laughs> I was just a bit against yeah. it. Uh, was that 7-4? 7-3? 7-4. 7-4. One more. more. Scandinavian centre-half. Big boy. I want to see um, uh, Sammy Hope, yeah. Boom. Fuck. That's the Sammy one. 7-5. Question six. Two members of Germany's 2006 World Cup squad played in England at the time. Name them. This is a tough question. This. 2006. 2006. In Germany, of course. Yeah, I was four. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, mate. Uh, you got Teddy Sheringham. So. You were 34. Michael Ballack was still a buying at buying Leverkusen at the time. Yeah, it was. Fucking hell. You complain about that? You plucking out where you played in Germany and shit. <laughs> um, it was like 2007. I think, yeah, you're right. After Lampard, not Lampard. Uh, right, played in the Premier League at yeah. that time. What, one of them played for... Both of them played in the Premier League uh, in the Germany 2006 squad. Dietmar Hamann. That's a hell of an answer to that. <laughs> yeah. Is he even German? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's German. German. Well, he's Scouse based, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't think he was in the squad. Like, Okay. Okay. You're gonna not have to give us positions. You're going to have to help with yeah. Uh, Goalkeeper and defence. Jans Lehmann. Yes. 8-5. Played for Arsenal. Yeah. Defence. Hurt Saka. Nah. Hurt <laughs> Premier League winner. <laughs> oh. God, I hate this game. Big neck. Fucking. Centre half. Chelsea product. Last clue. Chelsea. Well, I don't know if he was a Chelsea product, but he what? started his Premier League career in Chelsea. Big neck. I don't know. It was that big, good Chinese Bernie's now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. Have. Well, if you had big hands, Robert Huth. Robert Huth. What a. So Leicester like pre yeah. 2010. I forgot Huth was there. Yeah. That's it. That's, I, thought, I didn't realise he was German. Yeah, he yeah. Was. Austrian. Big German. Okay, question seven. Four Scottish players um, have got Premier League winners' medals. Colin Henry. Them. Darren Fletcher. Colin Henry's one. That's eight seven. Darren Fletcher. That's nine seven. Yep. Scottish players. Phil uh, Bardsley. Nah. Who was? <laughs> nah, oh, maybe United. United. Yeah, United. good show, good show. Yeah, but no. Lee Miller. Nah. Who's that Man United as well? Nah. Uh, fuck. The other two are, are tough. Like Gary McAllister. Nah. That's a good answer. Just get this one. Nah. Yeah, go on. Uh, it's hard. That I don't think you'll get these. Give, us, give me it. the points if he wants. To <laughs> was it nine seven now? Yeah. Darren Ferguson was number one, and Brian McClare. What? I'd never got that. Yeah, they, I, I thought Brian McClare. Fuck me, that's gone back. Yeah. I actually written down as Brian McClare. Was that man you? Was he man you? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was a canny fucking player. Him. Yeah, he was. Shit, I, thought I forgot all about him. That was early days Premier League. It okay. Was nine seven. Yeah. Three questions left. Can Tom Claw 
finds his way back in it. Okay, question eight. In the first season of the Premier League, which team from was the most northern part of England? One answer. Say that again. In the first season of the Premier League, which team was the most northern part of England? Middlesbrough. Nine eight. I was going to go with Blackburn. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's wrong. Championship. <laughs> the old second division. Okay, it's getting close. Yeah. Question nine. In the first decade of the Premier League, which player had the most appearances in the first decade? Dwight York. No. Between 1992 and 2002. Andy Cole. No. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Teddy Sheringham again. No. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. No. Roy Keane. No. Dennis Irwin. No. Ryan Giggs. I'll give you a clue. Yeah. Bill Withers. Oh, fuck. He's no longer with us. Who the fuck's Bill Withers? Nah. <laughs> means he's dead. Yeah, he's dead, yeah. Um, it's an Alan Partridge reference. Uh, he's no longer with us. He's dead. Died. Who made the most appearance? Stuart Pearce? Nah, he's not dead. I hope not. Bobby Both Charlton. Oh, he's dead. Gary <laughs> Speed. I know Bobby, Bobby Gary Moore. Speed. Oh, 10 shit. Rest in peace. Fucking hell, yeah. R. Rest R. in peace, peace. Gary Speed. Fucking hell. He could header a ball, I can't. It's, it's Is that all he's remembered for? <laughs> it's 10 8. Yeah. Should we agree? There's only one answer for the last question. You've no, got to get a wild card answer. Should we agree that if Tom gets it right, it's a draw? <laughs> no, I'll get, get like a. If no, you if you get this question yeah. right, I mean, I think you should, it's a two pointer. I think okay, it's a two pointer. Okay, okay, let's have it. We'll share it's the a, points, Tom. It's a tough one, yeah. Which ex Real Madrid player played in the championship playoff final? That's a question. Ex Real Madrid. In the championship playoff final, that's tough. Mendy Jonathan Mugget. Nah, nah. I feel like I know it. He's I not. He, like he, he's it. foreign. Yeah, I know. Manuel Nadibayo. I, I nah. feel like I fucking know it, and I can't get the. What year we're talking? Like, uh, 2012. Sorry, 2012 championship playoff final. 2012. So who was that? Who came up? Redden. That was on Redden. Swansea. Was he a fullback? Cheek, uh, full back come. Yeah, I know. I know. Winger. I fucking so can't think of the fucker's on? name. Redden, Swansea. Oh, Google who no, came Swansea on. came out the season before, don't you? Fucking West Ham. Ricardo Vazte. You were on the right team there. It's West Ham. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, Nah. Heinze. Nah. Fuck. I feel like I know it. French. I'm going to fucking kick myself out. <laughs> I think he's French. <laughs> Hope he's he French. He might be Hope French. He is. French or one of the other nationalities. He's um, from Europe. Hey, come on. Come on, you can't, can't give up. Mendia. Nah. Sam Allardyce was managing them. It was West Ham player. I know. It's Ricardo Vazdez smashed in top. Nah, it's not. It, 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 not Ivan Campbell. Nah. Ivan Campbell. <laughs> Uh, I'll put his own misery, son. Was it then? I thought it wasn't. So, was it? Well, is, this a right. is this a genuine question? <laughs> yeah, it is. I had this fact check. I'll right, give her the answer because uh, you're going to have to cut most of this. Julian Faubert. Nah, I wouldn't have got yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, it was French. I should get a point just for memory of I was still Basque. sure it was uh, Mendieta, even though you told us it wasn't twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Mendieta. Well... Jake, you've won well ten done, eight. Son. It was a good, uh, good little quiz there. Well done. Yeah, you won't be invited back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice, nice. Uh, should we get on with our predictions? Yeah. Yes, I will. Let's have it. Let's okay. tag some football. So Saturday at twelve thirty, we've got Leicester City at home at Liverpool. I've went two 0 Tom. Uh, two. Yeah, to who? Sorry, to Leicester. Okay. Um, sorry, Plato. Yeah, tough one. This like, <laughs> um, I'm gonna 
although I'm not that confident in this, I'm going to go with Liverpool getting it back. I'm going to it's going to be a tight game, but three two, loads of goals. Uh, Liverpool need it, like they do. They need it, so I reckon they'll be guns blazing. Whether three. they'll get it's another question. What do you want with it? I've got Leicester going two one, two one, because Vardy's down back, inexperienced yeah. in the back line at Liverpool. If they're playing them two young lads, but it's a bit of a punt, isn't gonna, it? If they're going to miss them, if if them lads are playing they've got Henderson in the midfield but it's just a, an experience yeah. for them but if Henderson's also a little bit back, of confidence sapping week they've yeah. had with the getting I've got a feeling he's not going to put them kids in again I reckon he's going to go for being missing every, again then you're missing everything yes. in the midfield aren't you you've yeah. got Ndidi, Tailiamans and Madison's a scary thing yeah. to play against considering you don't have your strongest team yeah, yeah. I agree uh, I've went last to 2-0 no. um, 3 o'clock game I've went uh, it's Crystal Palace against Burnley I've went 1-1 one, one. Yeah. Um, can't really split them yeah, I'm on the fence for this one. I'll boring nil nil. I've got one nil Burnley. Just one nil Burnley. Typical shit houses that they are. <laughs> yeah. uh, the five thirty kickoff on Saturday is Man City home to Tottenham. I've went three one City. I think it will be a good game. And normally I would back Jose Mourinho in these sort of fixtures, but I think Man City are just they've got the the ride in this sort of the, on the crest yeah. of a wave, and and they just look very very confident. And they'll know, given the last month or so, they can just put anyone away if they, if they play good stuff. So I don't see Tottenham stopping them. I've went 3-1. Uh, Tomas? Yeah, I've went uh, Dos nil to Man City. That's nice. Uh, two. 2 nil in Spanish. Nice. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel the same way. I think they'll brush them aside, actually. You're so cultured. What about you? <laughs> I've got a 3 nil City. What's 3 in China? Chinese? Asking the wrong guy. <laughs> it's, it's Sam. Is it? Yeah. God, you're so cultured. He's Chinese and he doesn't even know that. Uh, three nil city. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, be sound. Yeah, yeah cut that out. Chinese. Uh, <laughs> no, that's Chinese. Nice. Yeah. Is that your favourite uh, order from your local takeaway? Like, is that how you know? That, that's number forty-three. <laughs> nice. Okay. Which is? I don't know. <laughs> Just ask for that, and it's always good. Okay. Uh, the eight o'clock kick off. Um, Brighton at home at Aston Villa. I've went two nil Villa. Um, no doubt, Jakey will have as well. Um, what have you went with? I went 1-1 one, 1-1? One. One, one? You're yeah. probably back Villa I've got 3-2 Villa oh, you would. He loves Grealish Which we're going to come on to for the last point I just love Villa, me Yeah, I know you do <laughs> <laughs> I uh, great team. 12 o'clock kickoff on Sunday Southampton at home to Wolves I think 0-0 draw I think they'll both be happy with the point Because they haven't been in the best form mm-hmm. um, So I think they'll set up quite defensively And they won't want to take a risk uh, Thomas, what are you going with? I went 1-0 Southampton uh, for them to, they need they're both desperate for a yeah. win, like you say. But I just fancy Southampton to have a, that little bit more grit. I'm not sure what's happening with Wolves at the minute. Well, I um, mean Southampton have fell off loads, but uh, I think they've missed Vestergaard and Danny Ings has been in and out the team. But um, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule that result out to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. What about you? What do you want? I've got two two. Uh, I'm going to contradict what you says. I think both teams are going to go for it. Really? Both of them, have both of them are, haven't been on the best of form. Both of them may see it as an opportunity to turn the tide. Yep. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, we've got West Brom at home, Man United. Uh, the 2 o'clock kickoff on Sunday, I've went 4 0 United. West Brom are leaking goals, and I would normally back Sam Allardyce. I don't think he's got enough time or the personnel. In Man United, um, the seem uh, you know, against Everton, they should not have dropped points. They were brilliant against Everton. Maybe not yeah. defensively, but going forward. They had real enthusiasm and they were dynamic and they seemed to all know where each other were. They looked, they, that was one of the best. It's like a mad five season. minutes at the back, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and the goals they conceded were very poor and David Hay didn't cover himself in much glory. But he hasn't, for a few years, he hasn't mate, no. I'm not his biggest fan. But I think 
they'll know that they've dropped a big two points um, and they'll want to rectify for that. So I've put 4-0. Uh, United, what do you went with, mate? Yeah, I feel the same. I think they'll fucking give them a wallop in 4-1. <laughs> 4-1, what are you, mate? I've got a 4-0. I can see Bruno Fernandes getting two. Oh, I hope so. Get, Apologies for one. me swearing as well. Luke Shaw Trent. probably chipping in my phone as well. Luke Shaw. Yeah, he's been in great form as well, mate. Cracking, um, yeah. uh, the Sunday 4.30 kickoff at Emirates is Arsenal home Leeds. I've went 2-1 Leeds. Um, I'm not sure why. It yeah. was sort of a nothing game. I didn't know. It's hard to read either team. It's a mid-table clash. They're both right <laughs> yeah. next to each other. Um, it is. It's a, it's a big one in that respect because, you know, I think, uh, is it Leeds ahead? Why'd Arsenal go from here if they don't win? Um, yeah, I know. Tell us I mean, we rip Arsenal off, and then they got a good few results. But the, the consistency is the difference uh, to to being in the top five or six in this the league. Lack of quality within yeah. the team, which is yeah. absolutely crazy considering the the personnel they have and the Bamiyang Pepe yeah. look like a hell of a player. But I think, like Sunderland, the the on the face of it, they may not seem like there's that much to do. Yeah, but yeah, I know there's a lot of rot in that that whole squad. We look at the and whole situation with Ozil. Exactly. So I think how o- that was dealt. Exactly. I think Arteta's done the right thing in shipping them off, getting them out of the situation. It's a complete rebuild. Yeah. When you look at I it, I think that week across the middle of the park, especially, it seems to they brought in part party. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. got. He, you got. A, you know. Got. A he's on his third. Yeah. He's on his third injury of the season. That's he hasn't been I, injured I, for like nine years. Yeah, something. Uh, and then he, <laughs> then he gans there. Um, yeah, it's, it's cold here. But uh, <laughs> I've went two one Leeds as well. Yeah. Um, again, I just I just think it'll be a back and forth game. Leeds tend to have them type of games, and I can just see them uh, getting through Arsenal. But Leeds have tightened up slightly at the back recently. Yeah, they're, well, they're starting to. They've got a couple, a few couple less. of clean sheets together. Like, um, so um, yeah, Leeds to edge it for me. Nice. What are you going with? I've got three two Leeds. Well, back Leeds. Nice. It could, be, it could either be. Uh, 1-0 Arsenal on 3-2 Leeds. It's yeah. going to be a tight game with Arsenal. Leeds is obviously not the best team at the back. Yeah, they've tightened up, but still, it still doesn't. you don't feel confident. It's question marks attacked. over them, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Arsenal obviously have, have the struggle of getting the ball in the dangerous areas. They're missing Tierney, to be, exact, yeah. like, to be precise. That, I think it's just got I think Leeds. Leeds have got enough firepower. The thing I find with Leeds are a good unit together. Like mm-hmm. they're a strong unit. They're they're strong they play unit. for each other, don't they? It's a million percent. I don't find that with Arsenal. I feel like there are a lot of there's eleven yeah, individual men out there who yeah. don't. They're not, yeah. not a team compared no. to the likes of Leeds. That is that is a good point on Leeds. Um, they're a little bit naive at the back, but they are a team. Like they go out there and fight for each other. A million and, uh, percent. Um, they've got some good players going for, and that Harrison from City's looking quality as well. Bamford's always got a goal in him, so uh, yeah. it'll be interesting one though. If they can beat them, surprising yeah. yeah, he's that's been what's brilliant. class of boot leads though. That's why every game's sort of exciting because you know there's always the <laughs> possibility they could concede a four or five. <laughs> Man United, they got beat was a six seven two yeah. six seven two. I can't yeah. remember. But yeah. then they, look, they went and beat Villa. Unfortunately, exactly, yeah. Exactly. Fortunately <laughs> for you. Um, okay, we have got yeah. Everton <laughs> at home to Fulham. Um, I went 1-1 because I think Scott Park has tightened them up and um, Everton weren't good against Man United they were just good in moments but I went 1-1 what do you want Tom? Sometimes uh, yeah. I went 3-1 Everton I think they'll uh, I think they'll pick it back up Ancelotti yeah they'll get the win there fair enough what about yeah you? I've got Everton Ancelotti's experience Scott Park is only his second year as being a manager yeah. so, two and a half years he's been the manager Everton uh, Calvert-Lewin seems to score picked up his goal scoring form yeah. against in the Leeds game I mean, I, 
Richarlison got two last night. Yeah, it was a cup game. Yeah, he looked really good. His first yeah, goal was fantastic as well. Um, Cracking match. I feel like the Everton started the season hot, but I feel like they dropped off. But now they've sort of improved. Now that they've like made do with all, with all the injuries they've got, they've sort mm. of picked up and found an identity of how they want to play. Yeah. They look a bit steadier again. Yeah. Well, ben Godfrey's added a lot at centre-half as well. But, he's uh, been brilliant. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been a good kid. Him, great cool centre-half. The next game is at the London Stadium. West Ham at home to Sheffield United. Uh, Monday, <laughs> 6 o'clock kick-off. I've went 2-0 West Ham. I think it'll be a cagey one, but I think West Ham have definitely got the quality. Uh, that Sheffield don't. That Sheffield, exactly, exactly, mate. So I've went 2-0. Uh, Tom, what you went with, mate? Well, exactly the same, actually. Just... Yeah, same reasons. Nothing much to add to that. I went to nil West Ham. As Have well. you? Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the eight o'clock kickoff on Monday is <laughs> Chelsea at home in Newcastle. Oh, I do. So I went two one Chelsea. I don't think they'll have it their own way, but I think again, in terms of missing Wilson, you'll be a, a little bit, yeah, a little bit short of ideas going forward, um, and just hard work alone doesn't really. Doesn't really always get you out of the situations, uh, so I think Chelsea will have enough going forward, and they'll beat us two one. Yeah, well, so Chelsea, uh, like you say, Thomas Tuchel, we spoke about him a little earlier. They're going quite well under him so far. Mason Mount as well has been good. So you know, and we've got three big injuries off the back of our last game. So with that all being said, one one. Nice. You you'll you'll always back Newcastle, mate. What do we win? I'm going three 0 Chelsea. I think this is the oh, game. Fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Chelsea have been much improved yeah. since Tuchel's come in. The final, I think this will be the fourth game, fifth game under Tuchel. Yeah, I think it so is. Yeah, they're starting to get how he wants to play. I guess it might be the game burner. Finally, starts hit the hit the ground, scoring some goals. Yeah, it's a perfect team to play against to score goals, and especially <laughs> yeah. with Charlotte injured. Yeah, yeah no, nah, they're, they're playing well, and it's uh, it's a exactly. concern. It's it. I think Chelsea. I've seen. I say Mount scoring definitely. I seem like seems to get in the box late, or he's always going to score. Yeah, he work, He creates a lot of chances off his own work rate as well. Well, I know um, we're trying to stay on topic of the the predictions, but uh, a lot of people worried about you know Mount, and he was like Lampard's boy and that. But to be fair, Tuchel's really brought him in as well, and he yeah. And he's, I mean, him, I, and he's, he's actually arguably played better the last couple of games. I'm not gonna lie. I was on them people who was like, oh, he's he's not that good. When you stop viewing them in that bright, as in the Grealish Mounts and Ford and yeah. Grealish Madison and Ford and sorry, yeah, yeah. he he's like he's a, he's sort of like a Henderson type player, isn't mm. he? He's like he, pressing, works hard for the team. That's what type of player he is. He's not he's not yeah. quality. He's, he's below the level, like you said, of yeah. maybe Ford and Grealish and Madison. Uh-huh. But he's a, he is a good player, and he's starting to look uh, a little more mature on the ball. I reckon. But uh, hopefully, what he Chelsea played. misses. Yeah, he's a young lad, but he's he's, mm. he's a leader on the pitch. Yeah. I think. That's what I was going to say. I think hopefully he's, he's, the, shit he's, probably, <laughs> he's probably the most natural leader out of a lot of them uh, for such a young lad. And Arce, I think he's got. I mean, on individual on ability, yeah. But I mean, out of the lot of the the lads we're mentioning were Madison and oh, Foden yeah. and Grealish. Like, I think Grealish and Foden are a couple of levels ahead of everyone in terms of ability. I really like Madison. But I think it just suits the style of play that Leicester have. But this is my thing about Madison. If you, I know this is if, but maybe, but if you swapped him and Grealish into the situations, you would see, like, especially last season, Grealish would still have the same output in that Leicester team, if not better. As, yeah. But I don't, I don't think Madison would be able to take that team. I, like no. when I agree with that. I when don't Villa think Madison would be as effective in exactly. Villa. Exactly. If Villa need a goal, Grealish always team, takes up by the scuff of the neck and always creates it. Villa would 
I'm not getting on about Villa, but <laughs> I, I think if you swap swap I, about, like you I say, do, I do agree with that. Like, I, th- I think you can put Grealish in any team at the minute. I, I think the only team that Grealish wouldn't start for in the league potentially is Man City. Everywhere yeah. else he starts, yeah. Yeah, I'll go as far as I say. I find a hard argue with that. Eh? If you d- if he's not playing on the left wing, he's playing through the middle. He's quality. He would if I would start everywhere he goes. He's amazing. Um, I will come on to that point as well, mate. Yeah. We're going to quickly touch on that. But uh, the there's two games to catch up with this week as well. So there's twelve fixtures. <coughs> uh, it's a turf moor. Burnley at home to Fulham. Six pointer, really. Let's put it another way. It's six o'clock kickoff on Wednesday. I have, you know, I've been speaking about Fulham and how I'd like them to to get out of it, but yeah. I just don't believe they will. And I think Burnley will be a bit too wise for them and a little bit too. They'll probably, I wouldn't say they'll bully, bully them, but they'll they'll, they'll, they'll play it their own way. Um, and I think they'll pick up the win in a really close game, and it might be the catalyst for the rest of their season. But I think I went Burnley two one. Uh, what do you want with me? Yeah, I reckon it will be like that, a dirty 1-0 win. A few elbows. Maybe yeah. Mitrovic gets another one, but a yeah. proper one this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 1-0 Burnley. I've gone for a 0-0. Yeah. I think both teams are there, relatively decent in at the back. But I think not relatively decent, but the ball keep it tight at the back. Mm-hmm. Both create very few chances, so it's going to be standard 0-0. Fulham yeah. have got a little system with the back four or back five when they have that like hold midfielder. And they, they do play the offside trap often, but mm. it seems to be working. But if it doesn't, and you catch them on a bad day, you can it's a ball over the top from Burnley, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not majority of the time it's balls into the box, crossing direct, but big diagonals to wooden barns. But uh, I mean, look, uh, we spoke about this. I'm not the biggest fan of the way Burnley play, but wooden it does bonds. get results. Yeah. <laughs> Wooden bonds. <laughs> Wooden bonds. <laughs> what was the one you said earlier? Magnet and steel. Above, uh, <laughs> what, the, what the nickname was for Fitz Hall. Oh, one size. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any QBR that's fans out there know that one. One size Fitz one Hall. One size Fitz Hall. That's brilliant. That. Yeah. I've never heard that in my life. Yeah. Um, okay, last game. Uh, 8.15 kickoff Wednesday night at Goodison. Everton at home to Man City. Do you know what? This is probably the fixture that may be a bit of a... It may be a little stumbling block from City because of the way Everton are playing. It depends how it goes against Everton, uh, against Fulham. But this is the one fixture that will probably be a bit of a scare for them, I, I imagine, because the, the way they are and how physical they are. And they don't concede too many mm-hmm. for the Man United game. And they can definitely beat anyone on the day. I have went 1-0 City, though. I think they'll shade it and uh, be, they'll outclass them. But it's a tough game for them. I know what you mean with that. Because the, the advantage of... We had putting it that way, actually. I'll take that back. But when you're playing City, unless your team who's meant to be potentially rivaling for the title, like Liverpool, um, everyone else is just in the mix at the minute. Liverpool and Man U, maybe, let's say, Leicester. But if you're Everton, you've got nothing to lose when you go play Man City, so they can't get at them. Having said that, though, I do agree with you where I think City, I just feel like they're going to continue this crest of a wave for a while. I can't see where... they've got. Surely they've got to get beat sometime. But they're not conceding goals and yeah. very hard. I mean, and to, to quote really Mike alone, well, when they don't concede goals, they very lose, very rarely win. Yeah. Lose, they very lose. Um, <laughs> that is a direct quote from Mike alone. Yeah, <laughs> when they sounded when just not, like him. When they don't <laughs> score more than the other team, they tend to not win. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. Cheers, Michael. <laughs> One of these teams are going to win or draw. <laughs> or lose. Yeah, I would <laughs> say. Um, yeah, so so yeah, I get where you come from, and you can throw caution to the wind when you're playing City. Um, so, but I do think City will edge it again. I've went 2-1. Nice. Okay, well, that's all the fixtures covered. 
Right. Um, I'm gonna say, say your prediction for the that's last all the fixtures covered apart from your last prediction. What, what have you went with? I don't want, don't know. <laughs> no, I've gone 2 0 City, 2 0 City. Everton are good, don't concede many, but I still think City's got that quality that the rest yeah. of the league doesn't. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Well, they were dropping points early, earlier in the season, but John Stones and Diaz, I think it was just cemented it at the back, back. yeah, and yeah. getting used to playing. It's just like yeah. Guardiola's tweaked the system. To how he needs it, you felt like you could sort of see it coming though, just like getting yes. these draws where you felt they should have won, and uh, and and then they've picked that consistency. It's up mad how everyone wrote them off when they were sat in 10th. Yeah. Like yeah. after you had Tottenham winning the league, well, yeah, I had them as, con- <laughs> I had them as contenders, yeah. true. Um, Contending. last talking point, and then we're done, right? There's Let's take these four players. I know it's coming up. To, it's coming up to the England selection time in the, in the next few months. Two fucking beers. Um, <laughs> we've got four players, and I want us right. to put them in chronological order of who we rate highest currently and lowest: Jack Grealish, Phil Foden, Jack James Madison, and um, Mason. Mason Mount. Okay. So, I think I know who's top for you. So she would go with you, I mate. Mean, okay, I, I've got my four in order already. Okay, who? Are we judging um, this off terms of quality? I think just if, if you're, you're in, if you're England opinion. manager now, who do you yeah. take? Nice. Yeah, great. and also in in what order do you see yeah. them? I think I take I take three of the four, but me choice would be in in order from first to fourth would be Grealish, Foden, Madison, Mount. Yeah, uh, Foden. I think is going to be a different breed, um, different player to Grealish though. You know what I mean. So it's hard to. I think he's a slightly different player, um, but yeah, and I, I think Grealish is top top notch at the minute. Foden, they were both brilliant in the last set of Fernleys with mm-hmm. England. Uh, I, I'd bring both of them, and I'd have both of them in me starting eleven as well. Um, but that's for an, the next episode, maybe. Nice. What about you, man? I know. Um, I, I know Grealish is top. Foden second. You might have, if you've watched the last few. Gone for the same. You yeah. might you might have seen. Uh, you no, might Mount ahead of Mount. I've got Mount ahead of Madison. I have. Purely, I have. purely for the fact that, yes. Well, you're both we're wrong. Just ma- we just made the point of uh, Madison Grealish being the same but different. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if you take a Grealish, you've mm-hmm. all you've got that quality. But you need someone to do the dirty work in the team. That Madison will do. Uh, not Madison. Mount yes, will, Mount will do. do. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. Harry Winks was doing for England, but he's such a nothing player. And he's not going to get well, better. He's not we're not mentioning Declan Rice. I think he's got to go anyway because yeah. of how well West Ham are doing. And, and I know he's very good friends and grew up with Mason Mount. Uh, that kind um, of streak will be something that yeah. England need to look at for the future and sort of uh, as long as both players are playing well enough to be yeah. starting. I, I, I agree. I, I, I don't have James Madison in the setup. I just think he doesn't suit the way that we play. And I don't think Gareth Southgate will like... I think the reason Grealish has got to be top for me, in my opinion, uh, he has been a level above everyone else in the league this season. A ball, you may argue, Bruno Fernandes, I know you might. Yeah, Penaldes. Penaldes. You saying when Grealish came in, I think, yeah, it was against Denmark, but he just brought a completely different dynamic to the team. And really, did, England did look a lot better with him and him, oh, 100%. him linking up with the rest of the team. Yeah. He brings that quality. He's got you think the, uh, got the Madison, you know, and Leicester being in third, though, have a difference? I mean, I think that he suits their style of play and he gets a lot of the ball. He gets a lot of the ball. He wins a lot of fouls, but I just don't see... I see there's players we can better utilise in those positions. We we don't need... He's too, he's too much attacking and too little defensive. And I think the job that Gareth Southgate will demand... Phil Foden can, like we say, do a holding midfield role. 
you know, he's not the best in the tackle, but he can certainly mark the space and he can sit back there. So can Mason Mount and probably so, so can Jack Grealish all ahead of them. So I would have my, my forwards the same as yours. Jack Grealish, Phil Foden, you know, whisker behind him um, and then Mason Mount. And, and fair enough. Mason Mount's two the other way around, but fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I'd understand that point as well. I think Mount's a different player to them. Like, mm. He's yeah, not as good in quality, but he brings a lot of hard work and leadership. Yeah, mm. and he's always done well for England as well. Mm. Um, so well, there is that. He's got the the experience of playing I for think England. Mates are going to be like, "Well, you've changed your tune, tune on there, Mount," but you've just got to yeah, like admit you're wrong sometimes. And and talking about players as well, I mean, you might have heard from the last episode we've done. I mentioned me one friend who shags the arse off Jack Grealish, and this is the very man because he's been saying for weeks, Shags if not months, maybe years, maybe years even. Um, that that um, Jack Grealish is top five player in the league, which I've laughed at. Yeah, you crucified us in the group chat for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I cried after that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I didn't see it, and I'm starting to see it now. Um, that he he is because of his consistency and how important he is to the Aston Villa team. I, I see it's him because of there. his calves, isn't it? I think he's got brilliant calves. Yeah. I mean, he wears he wears ankle socks as well, yeah. which I don't know how he even gets away with it. His and shin pads must be this big. He wears a headband, which is not my favourite thing, but he is brilliant though. And I can wear a headband as well if you want me. <laughs> yeah, fire. I mean, I've just I've loved watching him play the last month. He's been fantastic. So I feel um, like that point I made about Grealish being. You said top five player in the league, like yeah. I mean, to stretch that mate. At the time, you may agree. I think he's got. I think he's took it up a notch again. I said, like, I think he's clear. Well, on chances created, he's, he's got the most chances created, and um, you know, and it's not like he's in a top top team. Aston Villa have done very very well, and I really like watching Aston Villa play. Mm. I think they're fantastic to watch. I think they'll be even better next season, though. You've got yeah, Watkins well, going to be second second year in the league. He's, he's already got has it, 10, 11 goals now. Villa win the two. Villa win the two games in hand to the fourth, by the way. Yeah, exactly. If, but the big problem for Villa is what if they lose Douglas in the summer? Man City still got the buyback clause. Oh yeah, as well. Yeah, he's, he's been he's, he's been, been awesome. Brilliant. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, I think we've we can touch on that point more in the coming weeks and months because yeah. obviously the the international championships coming up. And um, but currently I have Jack Grealish ahead of everyone. I think he's brilliant. Um, anything else to touch on? I want to use this. Can I use this? I've got these <laughs> buttons and I've not even been able to use that. Absolutely rape someone yet. Yeah. Nothing in that we've con- conversed about has brought up rape. Funnily enough, so you, I couldn't use it. That's probably a good you sign on anything. You could talk about some of your exploits. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> Adam Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, oh, let's. Uh, I think we better turn this off. Should we end on that note? <laughs> yeah. um, well, look, we've got a new setup here. We're still getting used to it, but thank you for Jake Kim Un. Sorry, I'm still going to start with the Asian stuff. Thank you for Jake Hutchinson being on. Um, I'm sure we'll see more of him in the future. Actually, I hope so. Maybe a regular fixture. Maybe Brex yeah, lost his space. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Namaste (laughs) Uh, Thank you Tom You're welcome Thank you Ella Who looks sick of a life (laughs) Thank you me Most importantly Uh, We'll see you next time Stay slinky